Welcome back to Triple Alpha Sports Talk. I'm Josh. That's Bryce up there, and that's Roy that way. Um, we are on episode 11, and we had NFL Divisional Round Football. Uh, we're going to kick it off. First game of the day, Saturday afternoon, the four-seed Texans go into Baltimore to face the one-seed Ravens, and they lose 34-10. to 10. Bryce, I'll let you go because you've been a Texans believer for a while. What did you get when you uh, watched this one? Yeah, I said it last week. You know, I, I've been rooting for the Texans all year because I love that they're a young core that plays hard and they play good football. And they did that for the first half. And, you know, the Ravens are a team that's really good. And they're good enough, I think, that they can outlast their mistakes. And that's what they had in the first half. They had some mistakes. Their offense wasn't quite clicking. So I think it was 10, 10 a half. Uh, you know, we saw Lamar, he was already in the locker room by the time that, uh, they were taking the final seconds off the clock in the first half. So, you know, he was pissed. The Ravens weren't playing like we know the Ravens probably can. So they came out the second half and had something to prove and just put it on them. You know, a young, young team like that in the playoffs, it's hard for them to compete at that level. Uh, but I do see bright things if you're a Texans fan in the future. I mean, you had a rookie quarterback win you a playoff game. I mean, it's been a poverty franchise since I've been alive. I've never seen them yeah. really do a whole lot. So, props to the Texans, but congrats to the Ravens for uh, stealing off the win right there. Yeah. Roy, what are your takeaways from this game? Well, I, I think the Ravens really showed that they're the team to beat. Um, that defense looked amazing. I mean, you know, they only scored – you know, the only touchdown Texas got was a punt return, which was just – I mean, just bad coverage by the Ravens. But I felt like – the Ravens in the first half just look rusty. I think they sat their players in the in the week eighteen, and they yep. didn't play last week. And then they just looked; they did not look in sync. They looked; they just looked out out of whack the entire first half. And then they got back to what they do: they run the ball and they throw their tight end. And that and likely just came out big for what what the Ravens like to do with uh, yep. Andrews not being one hundred percent. So you know they did what they need to do. And and I don't the Hill. I didn't know he could run like that. Justice Hill. And yeah. He ran really well, but those holes were huge. I mean, that, and even Dalvin Cook got in the mix there at the end. But the Ravens did went back to what they do. They run the ball. They play good defense, and that defense yeah. is tough. And yeah. so now Houston, I mean, they played hard, but they just there. You could tell the inexperienced, the young guys. Yeah. Just you can't do. You know, when you get to that point in the in a divisional round, you've got to be your playmakers got to make plays, and they just didn't do it. So. Yeah. But hands off the Texans, but the Ravens are the team to beat, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, like you said, Roy, a little bit. I thought the Texans had a good start, and I put in parentheses on my notes, maybe the Ravens were just a slow start. Maybe it wasn't so much that Houston started off so well. Um, they looked good in the first half. It was tight, but the Ravens were rusty. Like you said, they took it week 18 and the wild card off from a bye. Um, for me, when I watched the game, it was the Texans' pass rush in that second half. They could not get to Lamar Jackson. He had all day to sit back when he threw it, and when he ran it, he was good. Um, the Texans didn't stop a run almost the entire game, and if you can't stop the run against the Ravens, you're not going to win the football game at the end of the day yeah. because they're going to run it down your throat. And then, But now that Lamar Jackson's evolved into being a really good passer, but you have a chance if you can stop the run, but not if you can't stop the run. And the Texans' offense was pressured every play on C.J. Stroud. Every play he was running, he wasn't comfortable back there. He wasn't making his on-time throws that he has been, and – you know, the Ravens defense is good. You know, you knew that was probably going to happen. So, um, good season for the Texans. I mean, if you asked the Texans fans and said you'd be playing the divisional round, you they probably wouldn't have believed you. So, good season for the Texans. Yeah. Um, you got to be so happy for your future, you know, after everything that went down with Watson a few years ago and 
not having more than four wins the last three seasons. And the next thing you know, you're in the divisional round with a rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. So hats off to the Texans and the Ravens did look good. So we'll see what they got next week. That'll take us into our Saturday night game where this was a real good ball game here. Uh, Green Bay goes into Fort San Francisco and they lose a heartbreaker 21, 24. Uh, I'll let Roy go first on this one. What were your takeaways from this game, Roy? I was actually disappointed about how, uh, how San Francisco played. I mean, they did not – their defense did, didn't really play that well. I thought – I mean, Green, Green Bay went up and down the field, I felt, pretty easily for most of the game. They just made some bad mistakes here and there, just didn't finish drives the way they needed to, and that's what cost them at the end. But, uh, I mean, Jordan Love, I thought, play, other than that last throw at the end of the game, I thought he played great. Um, Brock Purdy just not did not look good to me. Nope. He's just lucky he's got weapons all around him. Um, I mean – Matt, they didn't have really have many holes for Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey except for a few long runs, that real long run for a touchdown. Yeah. I just felt like, I don't, and maybe it was just the bye week they, or the um, yeah the bye week that they got for the uh, being a little rusty. But that defense wasn't getting that much pressure to Jordan Love to where he wasn't uncomfortable. He was making good throws, and that offense just um, just didn't didn't seem to move the ball. Brock Purdy, when he gets any pressure on him, he just doesn't make good throws and. Green Bay had chances to get a couple interceptions, and that game's a different ball game if they get those interceptions because Brock yeah. Purdy threw some lame duck throws that should have been caught. But uh, I, I just was, I was kind of disappointed in how uh, Green or how the 49ers played. But they, they pulled it out. Green Bay missed that field goal at the end. I mean, this is there's just Green Bay as a young team missed a lot of opportunities to win that game. Yeah. And but so San Francisco, your fans, you better be proud that be feeling lucky that you're you're making to the NFC Championship. Yeah. How about you, Bryce? What are your takeaways watching this? Yeah, I agree. You know, the, the 49ers are, in my opinion, still the best team in the league because of how many weapons they have. Like, Kittle had a great game. Debo was having a great game till he went out in, what, the first yeah. quarter? I mean, he didn't yeah. really play a whole lot. CMC, whenever he did hit the holes, he was doing what CMC does. Uh, Ayuk caught a few passes. Jennings caught a few passes. So it looked like their skill positions have been carrying them all year, carried them a little farther this game because I felt like Brock Purdy had a down game. You know, yep. it's a big stage for him to come in and play. And in my opinion, the Packers are the most well-coached team in the entire league. So it's hard to ask They're a good. late game or a late pick quarterback like that to come in and play against somebody. They probably know every play they're coming out with. So, you know, I don't put it completely on Purdy. I think he's doing a great job at what he's doing. But the difference is the 49ers have stars and Green Bay doesn't. Uh, Green Bay's yeah. got Aaron Jones, I think, and that's about their only star on the actual field. Other than that, their coaches are their star. I mean, they go up and down the field, and it doesn't even look like they're making great plays. They're just running plays that are wide open. I mean, their coaches are just so good at getting the players open where they need to be open and getting the first downs. The difference is that the 49ers can make mistakes and outlast them because they have those big plays that pop off. Mm -hmm. The Packers don't have big plays pop off. They have to play great football 100% of the time. And when you're missing field goals and not catching interceptions, you're not going to beat a team like the 49ers in the playoffs. So Yeah, yeah, I really do agree with you. Uh, when it, Roy, when you said, you know, like that, what you just said with the Ravens, that bye week, it can be really good if, you know, you have injuries or you need some soft tissue guys to let some injuries rest. But, man, people come out rusty and slow. 49ers start out. So other than the big, long touchdown to Kittle, they really didn't do anything the first half. Offense yeah. was real uh, slow. I know it was raining, and, you know, it, but for the 49ers, that shouldn't matter. I mean, that is a run-first offense with Christian McCaffrey. Um, you shouldn't start off that slow, in my opinion. Um, you can tell McCaffrey was hurt. He was using that uh, massage gun on his hamstring and his quad a lot in that first half. But 
you know, he's going to fight through it because he's a winning player. Um, Packers missed that huge field goal late and kills it. Um, I saw a quote that says Matt LaFord prays every time he goes out there and kicks. I know it was taken the wrong way, but, man, that's a that's a tough one to leak right yeah. after a game. But to me, the real big difference was once, once the Niners woke up a little bit, um, their defense made the big plays and the turnovers that helped them win the game. You didn't t- San Francisco was slow, but they didn't turn the ball over really. And at the end of the day, you're going to go on the road in a divisional round. You can't turn the ball all over. And that tip pass that was a pick, I know it was behind him. Or, uh, Jordan Love threw it behind him, and that really was the turning point. They go down and score, and then they don't sc- They throw the last pick, which was a horrible throw. You don't throw across your body in rainy conditions. But it's a you know it's his first year start. I'm not not putting too much into it, but it's turnovers, especially against the 49ers defense. They made the plays down the stretch, and I think it won the football game. Um, that's going to take us into Sunday afternoon, where the Bucks go into Detroit. I'll go first on this one. I the Bucks drop a pick in the end zone on the Lions' first drive. They end up getting three points because they dropped the pick, and then the Bucks miss a field goal later in the first half. I mean, that's a six-point swing, and I know the score is you know, a one-score game, but that one-score game versus a one-point game is a totally different ball game. Um, so that just missed opportunities for the Bucks. And I predicted this because I predicted the Lions to win. I just thought Jared Goff would not make the mistakes that Baker Mayfield would. And the last drive of the game, Baker Mayfield has a chance to go down and score and win the football game. And he makes a mistake right in the beginning and throws an interception to the linebacker. And that's kind of – you just kind of thought that might happen. One of these quarterbacks was going to be the one to make the mistakes. And I just thought it was going to be Baker, and it was. And um, I will say this, when I watch the Lions throughout the year and in this playoff game and their last game, they are a very hard team to beat if they make no mistakes. They run the ball well. They take so yeah. much time off that clock. And if they don't have mistakes, they're going to be in it. That's just how they're well coached. They don't get a lot of penalties, and they didn't turn the ball over this game. So that's why they ended up winning the game over the uh, Bucks, who put up a good fight. I thought the Bucks looked real good most of the game outside of a few turnovers. But like I said, if you make no mistakes at home in a playoff game, it's going to be hard to beat you. So good for the Lions. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, the Bucks, you know, I, I like Baker Mayfield, and it sucks that they didn't beat the Lions, but it is what it is. You know, that interception at the beginning of the game, I thought, you know, if they catch that, the Bucks are probably going to win from there on out because the, I think both these teams are very momentum-focused teams. Whoever has the momentum going in their direction seems to win the games that they're in because they don't play good if they make mistakes, either one of these teams, and they also don't – I don't think either one of them plays super good from behind either. So if say Bucks get that pick and then they go down and score, that's a huge momentum swing. Yeah. And then the Lions are not doing what they want to do. They're not running out the clock, running the ball constantly, making short throws to Amon Ross St. Brown, keeping that clock running. I mean, the Lions games are short if you watch them because that's how they want it to be. They want to play good defense and they want to run the damn ball. And the Bucks kind of fell into that. They got behind early and then couldn't get the lead on them to make them not play what they wanted to. And, you're not yeah. going to beat the Lions whenever you're they're le- you're letting them play their game. They're just too well coached, and they have too many good players to beat them that way. You know. Yep. So, I was surprised about how well the Lions could run the ball mm. against that Bucks team. I mean, they only ever had 114 yards rushing, but I I was surprised. I thought I thought the Bucks defense would ble- would make Jared Goff have to throw the ball uh, a lot more. I mean, he did score throw the ball 43 times, but he did a great job of just throwing those short routes and start making it get out to the guys that he needed to. I mean. 
St. Brown's turned into an all, I mean, to I mean, an all pro. He's, he's just, yep. um, and still Laporta. I mean, Laporta's just, I mean, nine catch for 65 yards for being hurt. I mean, he just, he did well. But Jared Goff, that's the difference. Jared Goff is not making mistakes. Uh, I mean, he's come close, but he's not making mistakes. And that's what's winning the ball game for him is run, running the ball and Jared Goff not making mistakes. Baker yeah. Mayfield's the kind of a flashy more guy. He just had a lot more pressure on him, that I felt, than, um, than Jared Goff. I thought Baker, the Lions defense was getting to him more, yeah. especially in the second half, than, than they did than, uh, what the T- Tampa was doing. So D- the Detroit's defense is starting to play better. Um, but I was kind of – I was actually surprised by – how Tampa? I thought Tampa would throw. I mean, do a little more. Uh, but Maker Mayfield. I mean, he's just. I mean, he's a he's a good quarterback, but not a great quarterback. And neither is Jared Golf. It's just the mistakes there. When you throw yeah. two interceptions, that just kills you. So, but yeah, hands off Detroit. They're doing something they haven't done in a long, long time. Yeah. So. Yeah, and maybe not for Bryce because he's you know Bears fan in the uh, NFC North. But as just a football fan, you gotta be happy for Detroit. Especially oh, yeah. the Lions organization. I mean, they haven't been there my entire lifetime. I've seen them play one playoff game like ever. So just. Good for them. You know, they deserve it. They've waited so long. Um, that takes us into coin flip between this game and the Niners and Green Bay, but I went with this one as game of the week. I mean, this was a barn burner back and forth the entire way. Um, Three-seeded Chiefs going to Buffalo, and they, they edged it out 27-24. Roy, I'll let you rock. What were your takeaway watching this game? Well, I think the Chiefs listened to our part podcast. We yeah. have been bitching about how slow their, their line has been and how slow Travis Kelsey has been and how – Patrick Holmes can't ha, doesn't have time, can't make good throws. And that offense came to play. I mean, yes, I just – I was shocked about – I mean, Travis Kelsey actually looked fast, which is a shock. I just thought he, he looked like a younger, younger younger version of himself. Patrick Mahomes had time to throw the ball. Um, every, and, hey, every one of the receivers were catching balls. I mean, there was a couple of drops, but they were actually, I mean, making catches. Uh, I was really surprised – that it was it was Kansas City's offense that just came out the ready to play, and they did exactly what they needed to do. Um, the Buffalo just kept shooting them like they've done all year. They shoot themselves in the foot in, in situation here and there. Um, Josh Allen is if, it, if it, he is a hell of a quarterback, and he is tough to bring down. But if he's not running the ball, if he's not making the plays, I don't. I feel like they James Cook is a decent uh, receiver or running back. But they don't. I, I Stephon Diggs. I felt like what didn't make anything to, uh, flashy. They need another playmaker. That's what they needed. That's and that's the difference. Was my Patrick Mahomes was making plays with Travis Kelsey or with other players, and um, and they had a running game with uh, Pacheco. I mean, that yeah. was what the difference was. Buffalo, other than Josh Allen, really didn't have anybody else going, and that's what they need. They need that second guy. Uh, I'm not a fan of Stephon Diggs. I think he's. I think he's one of those whiny little bitching uh, wide receivers, and I I would I would let them. I, he's not one of the guys I would put on there. Um, he's talented, but just not. I mean, one catch for seven yards. Or sorry, he had uh, three catches for twenty-one yards. I mean, if yeah. you, big names, you got to come up big, and I and that was the difference. And Buffalo's defense just didn't, in my opinion, also did not show up. Yeah, yeah and Roy, you did take the Bills to win this game. So did you, Bryce. Yeah. So Bryce, what what really did you get away from this, thinking that the Bills were going to win, though? In my opinion, if the MVP was taken literal and the most valuable player on a team, it would go to Josh Allen this year because Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the league this year. I don't care what anybody says. Patrick Mahomes is right there with him, but Josh Allen is the best offensive player in the entire league. He makes unbelievable throws, can run the ball whenever he wants. And, I mean, there was that play where he threw one behind him. Like, the guy's just a stud out there with the field. He just looks amazing playing the game. But the difference is – 
they didn't have anybody step up. Stephon Diggs sucked. I mean, he didn't even look like he wanted yeah. to be out there. There was a few times that he didn't even look like he went up for the ball or he just let it kind of uh, – and just didn't really give an effort for it. I mean, if I was the Bills organization, he wouldn't be on the team next year. All he's done is bitch and complain the entire time he's been there, just like he did in Minnesota. He came there, made this bond with Josh Allen, and then gave up on him too. I mean, that's the type of player Stephon Diggs is. If my if it was me, I would put it together a package and go for Marvis and Harrison Jr. because <laughs> Bills need somebody. They need somebody to go around yeah. Josh Allen, and they just don't have it. On yeah. the other hand, the Chiefs finally stepped up. You know, Travis Kelsey made some big plays, and then they the receivers finally started making some play. Like Patrick Mahomes, he's been getting them to the ball all year, but they can't make the play. I felt like this condition somehow in the snowy weather, they finally made plays. I mean. For all the games to do it, they finally did it. The yeah, one yep. thing that upsets me is I am sick of watching Patrick Mahomes not get touched. I don't understand what it is. There's several plays where he's scrambling, and the guy is running like four mile per hour, and people are trying to arm tackle him with one arm and just kind of giving him a little swipe. Like That's the type of things that pisses NFL fans off and makes them think it's rigged because it doesn't even look like players are – trying to tackle Patrick Mahomes anymore from all these stupid rules that are being put into the game to make him weaker on quarterbacks. I understand when he's in the pocket, you don't want him getting fallen on and stuff. But when he's running out of the pocket and running down the sideline, there is no reason you should let him get an extra six yards because you didn't want to tackle him. Yep. I mean, that's ridiculous. And that's the that was the difference maker, I thought, was his scrambling, like it always is in these close games, you know? Well, also, the you know, you talk about script, the, it's the officials. I mean, that pass interference there late yeah. in the fourth quarter – that's a bullshit call. I mean, yeah, yeah I that agree. ball had left his hand. But, I mean, that's just – the problem is that's a bang-bang call, and when one person yeah. calls it, the other ones didn't see it. So, Exactly. Yeah. yeah, for me, you know, the Chiefs, like you said, Roy, I mean, they did whatever they want on offense. I mean, they only punt one time the whole game. They And all their plays are chunk plays, 10, 20, 25 yards. I mean, they didn't have time of possession at all. It didn't matter. I mean, they – get the ball, march, march, touchdown. I mean, they looked real good. I mean, and that's what teams like this do, you know. We expect the Eagles to do this all year as well, being a really good team. When it comes down and it's time to do it, they'll step up, and they did. That Kansas City looks like they're firing all on all cylinders right now, and we expected this the whole time. It just happened later than we thought. Um, and for me, like I said, Kansas City, chunk plays and doing whatever they want. Buffalo only punted twice, and they, you know, they went up and down the field, but I felt like they had to scratch and claw for every yard, five yards, five yards, a lot of like – 10, 12, 15 yard drives or 15 play drives. And um, I mean, you make Allen go 26 for 39 for 186. That's a lot of check downs, a lot of check downs, just constantly making them drive down the field. And eventually you're going to make a mistake. They really didn't a whole lot. And then not and, finishing. Yeah. They yeah. get down and, there. Admit, they miss what, two field goals? Yeah. And the game tying one. So, yeah, like, and I'm going to get to that. Football's three phases. That's my next note. Offense, defense, but you also have special teams. And, I mean, it, it happens. People miss. But that's – I mean, you just can't have it from Tyler Bass there at the end to miss that late field goal. Because, I mean, inside 50, he hits that. You probably go to OT. You never know. It wasn't even but, close. You know, he misses it. Yeah, he misses it wide right by a mile. And it's he honestly season, should so. have never had that field goal attempt, though. I mean, Josh Allen had two wide-open receivers there. One, he went for the he went for the touchdown Gabe pass. Davis, short, Gabe Davis on the post had, route had Stephon Diggs uh, yeah. with the yeah. Those were bad first throws. Down. He made some bad throws yeah, there. Too. I agree. Yeah, but you got to think he he could have been tired. I mean, he, they were. I mean, Josh Allen 
played his heart out. I mean, it's 72 yards rushing on 12 carries. And a quarterback yeah. should not have that many carries. And yeah. his carries were not run and slide. They were they were running. Was, back I'm going to put my head through yeah. this guy. But like like you said, Bryce, where is Stephon Diggs in this offense? I understand, you know, some games it's just not going to be there. You know, they, they double-team him. I get it. You have to find someone else. Their tight ends were more utilized for 10 weeks than Stephon Diggs. Yeah. And I get it in certain matchups, but you have got to find a way to get Stephon Diggs football. He's open sometimes. He's just – is the game plan not looking for him? I don't well, know. They, they threw that long pass down the sidelines, and he had and he his hands missed. on He just dropped yeah. it. I mean, there's two, yeah, he did, two times he where did. he had some chances to make a yeah. play, which is what he needed to do, and he just I dropped agree. the ball. I agree. He did He did drop that deep bomb down the right side. But, I mean, still, to me, at the end of the day, when you're you know you're on that last final drive, you have and I and people say yeah. you know he hit he went for Gabe Davis for the home run ball. If he doesn't get hit, that's a touchdown. If yeah. Josh Allen can step into it, that is a touchdown. So I'm not you know discouraging that. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to your final drive, you have got to get the ball to the best player hands and to not I mean not target Stephon Diggs for ten weeks really in this winning streak. It's just yeah. And right before really that ten weeks started, you know they had a game. I don't remember who they were playing, but he threw it to him seven times and they went down and won the game. Exactly. I mean, the guy can get open, but it doesn't seem like they're going back yeah. to him. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's, you know, you got to think something might be up in that regard. And for Casey, I mean, they just got the Bills number at the end of the day. They've played so many times here. Um, Buffalo's had their chances, and they haven't gotten done. Buffalo's um, got to make some changes. Yeah, they do, and I don't. They don't need to blow it up, but they definitely need to no, hold it a little think, bit. Would you fire the coach? That was a question that somebody was bringing up. I saw on ESPN. I wouldn't because their coach to me, I mean, I don't think it's their play calling that's losing them games. I think they're just, they're getting outplayed late. And I don't think that's the coaching. Would you get rid of him for Bill Belichick? Yeah. Because that's what Rex Ryan was saying that you should, they should try to think about. I don't know. Uh, the coach and bring I think Bill that's Belichick. the only scenario you get rid of him. Is it? Yeah. Just, I don't know. That was what Rex Ryan was saying. He was talking about that. You know, how and, you, I mean, that coach has been finish the job lately and you bring in somebody who knows how to finish the job. And I'm not saying they should do it. I think the guy, the guy's a good coach. He just needs more players around Josh Allen is what they need. I do too. I also think that defense was really banged up here late down the stretch. And I thought the defense played well, even being banged up. But, you know, they have Tredavious White. If they have Von Miller, who got 12 tackles all season, you know, if he plays like Von Miller can, I think this is a different team. But it just didn't work that way. And it yeah. feels like as a, as a Bills fan, you say this every year. Um, so that's going to take us into which we had our picks of the week. And for week – well – the divisional round, not a week. Um, I finished first place again. I went 4-0. I didn't miss one. Uh, Roy's one game behind me at 3-1. and one, And Bryce split the week at 2-2. Two and two. And yep, that is going to – some upsets to try and come back. Yeah, I'm going to have to move the camera. There we go. So, we have three football games left. Two conference and a Super Bowl. And the winner will not have to do a punishment. Second and third, just like our college football bets, will have to do a punishment – I lead the week, or I lead the three of us at 80 and 52. Roy is one back at 79 53, and Bryce behind first is four back. So Bryce has officially been eliminated from winning this uh, yeah. bet. And the loser will have to drink a drink of the winner's choices. So, you know, I might, I might say, Bryce, here's a stag and here's a Guinness. Roy, you know, have at it. But we'll or see Bryce, what comes down or, uh, Josh may lose and have to drink some blueberry uh, schnapps. Yep, yeah, take me favorite. back to Italy days. But uh, we'll get into that. Me, it's, it's down to me and Roy. We have three games left, and Roy is one back, so this could flip in one week. Um, so I think that's going to take us into our picks for next week, boys. 
Um, I'll go first so that Roy, if you want to counter behind I'll go me, first second time, second game. Okay, that's fine. Um, so we'll knock it off. Uh, Raven or Chiefs go to the one seated Ravens. Roy or I'll let Bryce go first. Bryce, what do you got? Give me the Ravens. Um, yeah. I'm gonna throw it up right here. I don't know if you guys yeah. have seen the Super Bowl logo theory. Yeah. Uh, I saw this at the beginning of the season when they came out with the logo. You know, I was like, and I don't think the Ravens are going to make the Super Bowl. It was purple and red. I was like, uh, it's a bunch of bogus. The last two years, yeah. the two colors in the logo have won the yeah. Super Bowl. They've been in the Super Bowl matchup. This but year, there's a blue it's and a red. red. Huh? There's a blue and a red. Yeah. It's a purple and a red, really. It's purple. There's a blue so, on top of the purple, though. Yeah. That's fair. But I think most people are saying purple and red. So, since my picks don't really matter, I'm going to say both now. Give me Ravens 49ers to come out in this. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go next in the Chiefs-Ravens game, and I am gonna. I think I'm pulling the upset. I think the Chiefs are playing too well right now. I think they can slow down the run. I'm going to take the Chiefs on the road to go to the Super Bowl. I'm taking the Ravens. I think I, I was going to take the Ravens, whether you took the Ravens or not. Yeah. Um, I think the Ravens defense, and I, I don't – I don't think – I think the Ravens defense can stop the, uh, the – Chiefs, but Chiefs I also though. think that the Chiefs defense cannot stop the really stop the uh, Ravens the entire game. I think Lamar Jackson will make more plays than what than what the Chiefs can do. Yeah, I just think the Chiefs or the Ravens or the Chiefs defense can slow down the run game, and if they can slow down the run game, I'm going to take Mahomes over Jackson in a throwing game. But if they don't stop the run, I don't think it's close. You know, the Ravens will blow them out. I think so it'll be close. Be I just think I think the Ravens yeah. will lose. Um. And that takes us into the NFC side. Two seed Lions go to the 49ers. I, I think this game is close only because both teams like to run the football. So I think this, the, the time, this is going to be a quick game until it comes late. So I don't think you're going to have time to really break it open both ways. But I think the Niners are just too good. I just think – I don't know if the Lions are going to be able to keep up in that regard. So I'm going to take the Niners. I'm going to take the Niners. I think the – Niners linebacker core is just too strong to against that run of the what, what the Lions want to do, and I think the Lions linebackers are just not as good as the 49ers. So I think yeah. McCaffrey will have a, a decent day, and I think they'll be able to throw over the top of um, uh, throw over the top over of the Lions defense. So I'll take the I'll take the yeah. Niners. And then Bryce, you said you would go with the Niners as well, so we know that. Yeah. So yeah, it, for our bet, it's going to come. It, it could come down Ravens, to Chiefs. Chiefs win it. I'm going to win. If the Ravens win it, we're going to go into the Super Bowl tide. Um, and I'll, we'll probably have different perspectives on the Super Bowl, hopefully. So hopefully we wouldn't have the same team and finish with the tie. But I think that's going to do it for football. I think it's going to roll us into our college football segment. And, yeah, you're going to wonder, Triple Alphas, isn't college football over with? Well, guess oh, what? No, not we never. We have me. way too early 12-team playoff predictions. Courtesy of Roy's request, we're going to do oh, this. Oh, yeah. And now – some conferences are really changing. Pac-12, who? They're gone. Um, but you so know, they got to, you, you take the top six conference winners, get automatic get in. So does, even if there's no Pac-12 now, which there technically is, but that won't be a one that they'll be a top uh, top six. Correct. In my opinion. Um, so, I don't know how you guys want to do this exactly. Do you want to just say, hey, this is my 12, and then the I'll next 12, and I'll the next start, 12? I'll start up. This is my 12. All right. Okay, let's hear it. And I even got the records and how I and how I think things will go. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start off with I think the SEC champion. All right. I think it'll be Georgia. I think they'll they'll get the automatic bid, 
And uh, I think that because I think their only loss will be at Texas during the season. But then I think those two will play each other in the in the SEC championship and Georgia will win. So I got Georgia. My big yeah. 10 chance. My, so I took the four top four uh, champions as the four top four seeds. OK, so my, I did as well. Champ, big 10 champ, big 12 champ and the ACC champ. I think those okay, four I did as the, well. Be the four main will be the, fir- the first four that will uh, buy weeks. Get a buy. Yep. My big 10 champion is still Michigan. I think Michigan will. Okay. I think Michigan will have one loss this year. And I hate to say it, I think they will lose to Texas at home. Um, I think Texas is a good team. I just don't um, don't know our coaches officially yet. Um, I still think with even if Moore becomes the coach, I think we still got a good team. Uh, we can still run the ball. Got still got Adam Evans. I think Michigan's defense still got a lot of people coming back, and we got a great defense. Uh, we only lose a couple linebackers, but we replace them with transfer linebackers. I want two transfer linebackers that are really good in the Big Ten, so that'll help. A Big Twelve champion is the new Utah. I think Utah will go 12-0 and 0 in that conference. I think that schedule will be easy. I, I don't think they play great defense, and they play d- tough. I don't think Big 12 teams can handle that, and I think Utah will go in there and just run all over those guys and be strong on them. My ACC champion is Florida State. I think Florida State will, uh, will, will ease. I think they'll be easy through. I think they got the talent. They got a great uh, set of group of kids and a great coach. I think the only chance they might lose is at Notre Dame when they have to go early in the season at Notre Dame. My other two conference champions, they're my 11 and 12 seeds. Because okay. I don't I don't think any, anybody else will be any good. Boise, I think the 11 seed would be my Tulane. I think they're going to win their conference, which is uh, – oh, crap, I don't even think I remember who their conference is. I think the Mountain yeah. West – or no, they're the AAC. A- 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 no, they're the AAC, the Atlantic, Atlantic Association. American Atlantic Conference or whatever. Atlantic. So know. they'll win their – I think they'll go 11-1. I think they play Oklahoma or somebody. They'll lose to that. And then Boise State will win the Mountain West. I think Boise State's okay. got a good team. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll be – so they're made my 11-12 seed. So now i got 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So I think the the 5 seed to me is Texas. Texas will win through. They'll lose – I think they'll lose two games. I think they'll lose the uh, Georgia in the championship game. But then I also think they'll lose maybe Oklahoma or somebody during the regular season. Um, then I got Oregon. I think they're the second best team in the Big Ten. Um, I think they'll lose. Uh, well, I got them losing to Michigan. So because the only reason I got them losing to Michigan is that they're at Michigan in November, a cold environment. It'll be a different, yep. a different ball game. Is why. Um, then I cold got Ohio, huh? It's cold in Oregon. Not that cold. <laughs> Not that cold. Yeah, TikTok comments didn't like that. Michigan will be cold. That is cold up there. That's funny. Then I got Ohio State. So you fucking Ohio State fans, you will lose two games this year. You have to go to Oregon, and you will lose to Oregon. And then you have to play Michigan, which we have owned you the last three years, and we're going to own you again because you cannot stop us. You can transfer all – spend $13 million all you want to get these transfer players in. It won't help. Um then I have at the eighth seed, I have Missouri. I think Missouri has a favorable schedule. They'll get two losses, but I think they're in there. And the, uh, uh, I have the ninth seed. I do have another Pac-12 team in there, Oklahoma State. If you look at their record or their schedule, it is shit. They're going to lose to Utah. They play. They don't play anybody tough. They'll lose to Utah and they'll probably lose to somebody like Texas Tech or something, and they'll, but they'll make it. And then my last team, Mississippi. I think Mississippi will be the. I think they. Old Miss. I come. Old Miss. Sorry. Yeah. Old yeah, Miss. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Old Miss. I got them at nine and three. I think they'll they'll be the only three loss team. I think because they'll lose to uh, 
Georgia and um, Texas, and then they'll lose to probably somebody like Alabama. I looked at Alabama's schedule. Um, their schedule is just tough. They got a tough schedule, the new coach. I think they'll end up with three or four losses, so that, that's why I didn't have them in there. So my teams right. are Georgia, Michigan, Utah, Florida State, Texas, Oregon, Ohio State, Missouri, Oklahoma State, Old Miss, Tulane, and Boise State. All right. Bryce, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. Uh, some of my stuff was definitely similar to Roy's, but there is a little bit of a difference. Um, Georgia is winning the SEC champion. I don't think many people are going to debate that. You know, Georgia's been a powerhouse the past few years. Uh, and then I do have a different Big Ten champion than Roy does. I'm taking Oregon. I think that Roy's wrong. I think Michigan's losing too many players this year, and they're probably going to lose their coach, in my opinion. I don't think that they'll be Oregon or Ohio State. No, I think they're going to have shit. two losses. You don't know shit. So you can say I don't know shit, but hey, I won the college football pickums, so I clearly <laughs> know ball the best. Pick I, yeah, I knew. I know ball the best, you know? Then we move on to the Big 12 champion. I'm taking Utah. I think that's what Roy said as well. Yep. Um, my ACC champion, I'm taking Clemson. Mm. They've not had the greatest few years, yeah. but, you know, they're a good football school. I think this new bracket that's will schedule. help them. Yeah. So they could they could come out strong. And then uh, my Mountain West champion is also Boise State. And then my teams that are getting in but aren't their conference winners is – Texas, Alabama, Ohio State, Ole Miss, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Kansas State. I think Michigan barely gets in at the bottom as the 10 seed because I, I think they're losing two games this year. I, I don't care what you say, Roy. But So my teams go Georgia, Oregon, Texas, Utah, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, Ole Miss, Notre Dame, Michigan, Kansas State, Boise State. All right. I, I'll tell you this before I start. I picked the power four as my top four seeds. After that, I didn't – I have five through 12, but these are not in the seeds I believe they're going to be in. I didn't really care about that. I just picked That's five right. through 12 of remaining teams. I also don't know if I have a Mountain West team. I didn't really know who got the automatic bids after the power four. So I just went power four and then uh, eight teams of who I thought. So if a Mountain West team gets in there and I don't have them, then that's just my, my own fault. Um, so, but the top four I did put in an order. Uh, SEC champ, I do agree. I think it's going to be Georgia. Uh, for the two seed, I do have Ohio State win the Big Ten because I do believe that the transfers they're getting are going to help them tremendously. I think they have some excellent transfers coming from Bama. And, I mean, the only thing that they lose to is Michigan every year. And Michigan's losing their quarterback. They're going to lose their coach. And I think it's going to be a little bit of a reset. And the running back, think, right? Yeah. And yeah, Corum, still got Don of Edwards so. back. So if, if, if it's going to be a year to set it, reset it, this would be their year. Um, so I'm going to rock with Ohio I State, agree. even though I do think they are going to lose a game probably in there. Um, Oregon, Michigan, I mean, that's a tough schedule. So, But I still am going to have them win the Big Ten. I also had Utah, and I'm really upset because I thought that was kind of a shocker. But I guess no. we're all in agreement. I do have Utah also winning the Big – or the – what are they? The Big, Big 12. 12. Yeah. And then I also went with Florida State. But I def- I went – between Florida State and Clemson, because you feel like Clemson has got to bounce back here soon, or they're going to really fall off. Flint, Clemson yeah. starts a year off with uh, Georgia, so that's going to be that's that's going to yeah. They start off zero and one probably. To be fair, if you lose a first game, it's much better than to lose one of your last games. We saw that yeah. in oh, yeah. this case. No, no. So but they got they just got a tough schedule. I mean, they're at Florida State, and they got they got yeah. no. I mean, they play like North, yeah. at North Carolina, and they got a tough schedule. That's why I didn't pick yeah. them. But 
I also did go with Florida State. And then the rest for me are in not in any particular order. I also do have Tulane in there. I think they're getting uh, a transfer from Oregon, who is a quarterback. He's a five-star recruit last year and one of the best players in the country. I think he's going to be real good there for Tulane, especially because they don't have, you know, a powerhouse of a schedule. I think he could put up some real good stats and look good. Uh, six, I have Oregon. I think they're going to go in to the Big Ten. And I think they're going to make some noise and make it in. Seven, I have Notre Dame. I also think Notre Dame. Sorry. What is that? Nah, I think it's KC-135. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, seven, I have Notre Dame. I think they're going to win enough games. And I, Notre Dame is always that team that just feels like they just lose just one too many to not make it. I feel like with the expanded playoffs, it can help them. Eight, yeah. which another one I had as a shocker, which apparently isn't. I had Old Miss. I'm big on Old Miss. I really think if Bama's going to take a step back, Notre or Old Miss with the transfer class they coming in is the team to take the next step with Lane Kiffin. I think he's a great coach. Uh, nine, I have Texas. Um, I just don't think the SEC makes me a little nervous that they might lose a little too many in that in that range because they haven't played too many SEC teams. But based off how they look last year, man, you just got to think they're going to continue to get better with their quarterback coming back as well. At 10, I have Clemson from the ACC. I think Clemson's going to sneak in. I do think they're going to bounce back this year as well. 11, I have Arizona. I think Arizona probably only loses to Utah. They're the favorite to win that division in the in the Big 12. So I'm going to take Different Arizona. Coach, lost some transfers. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that's why I think they could lose and to Utah. But I still think that's going to be a good team. And then the last team that I have getting, and I put this team at 12 on purpose, the Alabama Crimson Tide are going to sneak their way in just like they do every year. I know they have a new coach, a lot of people leaving. They're going to bounce back, find a way to win because it's just Alabama way. I don't care. And Nick Saban's still going to be there a little bit. So, yeah. And I have Michigan having a reset year, losing a few and missing, but I feel like it could be a quick turnaround. Man, I think you guys are missing out on a good team there. So, whatever. <laughs> Because I think uh, you guys, you're picking Notre Dame, who's got one of the toughest schedules. So I just don't think they can, they'll pull it out. I think they just, because yep. they got, I mean, they, you still got USC, you got, Clint, I mean, uh, Florida State. I mean, you just got too many good teams they got to play. And I think they can't, they can't win them all. Very true. And I could guarantee that uh, three or four of the teams we didn't even mention. So, oh, there'll be, the there'll way be too two early. teams that we think of. Yeah. So um, I think that's going to do for college football playoffs. I mean, Hey, it's never too early to make some predictions and think about it. When we look back in about 10 months from now, we're going to be like, holy cow, are we idiots? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, there'll be, there'll be, we got still got spring ball, which will be – that will transfers will happen. There's there's a lot of things that can happen. Yep. So that's going to roll us right into baseball. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. This has got to be the slowest offseason in the history of baseball. I mean, this is unreal yeah. how slow everything is going. The free agent market, you looked at it right now, you'd think it's middle of December, winter meetings getting ready to start. There's so many people left, but I'm that I know it sucks now, but that just means there's going to be a frenzy here soon. So we're coming down to spring training here in about a few months, in a month or so. Not three weeks. Three yeah. weeks. So it's going to heat up. The only thing we're going to talk about in the baseball world is Josh Hader. We had Josh Hader in our predictions. Um, none of us got it right. None of us had him going to Houston. He goes to Houston on a five-year, ninety-five billion. Bryce, I'll let you talk about it because he played in Milwaukee. You saw him with the Cubs a little bit. What do you think about Josh Hader, the Astros? Yeah, I mean, Hader's one of the best closers in baseball. I don't think that's really up for debate, but I don't know. 95 for five years, it seems like a lot of money to me. Uh, I hate that he's going to the Astros. I, I really don't like seeing, you know, the Astros get any players. 
I want to see that franchise eventually go down. I feel like they've been out for a long time. And I really wanted Hader to come to the Cubs. You know, I felt like that he could fit that position that the Cubs are desperately needing in their bullpen. Move someone like him to our closer and like a Lozole to the bullpen. Something to help. But it sucks to see him go to the Astros when I really wanted him at the Cubs, you know. Yep. How about you, Roy? What would you think when you saw this? Surprise. I mean, well, actually, I'm not surprised. I mean, Houston seems to go after guys that when just be they always seem to be the last team to get that you wouldn't think yeah. they would get somebody, and then they get them. I mean, it's just it's just it's unbelievable that they just they, they end up getting somebody that you that they uh, that they that you wouldn't think, but then they trade, but they'll trade some of these guys so they can fit these guys under their budget, whatever they need to yeah. do. Um, I mean, he's a good closer and he's going to help them. Um, I don't. I think their starting pitching is okay. I think they still struggle with some starting pitching, so this will help their and uh, on the back yeah. end. Um, I mean, I didn't. Th- actually, I thought the ninety-five million was not a lot. I mean, twenty no. million for a top closer. I thought th- I, I was kind of shocked. That's all it was. I figured it'd be around about one fifteen, one twenty for the five years. But for ninety-five, I mean, tw- you're looking under nineteen million a year. I mean, that's yeah. for a closer. That's just. I, I, I'm surprised that other teams did not try to go above that. And maybe he didn't want want to go to anybody else i don't i don't don't know but i just it just surprised me that i really thought the dodgers or somebody would stump in and just say you know what we need a closer or the yankees would say you know what we're not we're done with the the starting um uh pitching market we're just going to go with the closer but or the mets or somebody but it just it just shocked me that it was what the money was not more but i'm not surprised he went to houston uh just i'm about i'm about used to houston just getting whoever they want uh, pitching wise whenever they want yeah, yeah, I, I feel I completely agree with you, Roy. I mean, nobody had Hater going to the Astros. I don't even know if they were in the relief pitcher, closing pitcher market. But you know that price started to fall. And don't get me wrong, it's it's a good deal for Hater. Obviously, he gets paid. He's one of the highest paid closers in baseball. Maybe second behind Edwin Diaz. Um, I like it for Houston. I mean, five years. I mean, you're not locking yourself down terribly for five years. I mean, it's not like it's an eight year deal, ten year deal like a starter would get. Um, it's a lot of money for a relief pitcher, though. I will say that. I mean, you're talking 19, 20 million. Most closers or most relievers, they make, you know, bare minimum. They're in there for four or five years. They're on a new team, you know. So, yeah, I'm not – Closers sure. nowadays are making 20, 25, 30 million. Yeah. If they're the good. good ones, like Hater. Uh, to me, Hater is – I don't know if I would say he's the best, but, man, he's a, 1A, 1B with Diaz as the best closer in baseball. And, man, it sucks because, you know, you go in and you got Josh Hader coming in in the ninth inning. You know, you're probably not going to win the baseball game. I mean, it's how it is. Yeah. Unless he's off. Um, but, you know, he's got to go somewhere. And if he didn't go to the Yankees, I probably would have been upset. So, of course, he yeah. goes to Houston. But, hey, hope I, for me, as a Yankee fan, I hope he goes in there and I hope he struggles for five years. So, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think that's all we're going to do for baseball. But I know that Bryce told me he said he wants to make a change in one of his predictions. And we are still yeah. doing predictions on the, what was it, six players that we were yeah. doing? Uh, let's see. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Excuse me. Nine. I forgot we had one more day. Um, we've all missed on Hater. We've all missed on Stroman. We all hit Shohei. And only Bryce hit Yamamoto. So, yeah, Bryce is up two to one on us, Roy. So There will be a punishment oh, for this one, too. There will be a punishment for this one. So, Bryce, what would the change that you would like to make? I want to change Matt Chapman to the Mets. I don't think he'll okay. – I had him going to the Cubs. I don't think it's going to happen anymore. I think they got a third baseman they like in the Dodger trade they had a few weeks ago. So, I want to trade him to the Mets. 
I think that the Mets want to make some type of move in the offseason and compete as the other New York team, you know, and they'll sign Matt Chapman. Okay. Roy, is there any changes you would like to make? No, no, I don't. I, I'm at the point where I, I mean, I don't know where anybody's. Yeah, yeah. Still go I am, I'm going to make one trade, one change as well. Cody Bellinger had his chance to sign with the Jays. He's going to be a Cub next year. I'm going to agree with both of you, and we're all going to be in the Cubs situation for that one. Uh, I'm not going to change anything else um, for for now. So that's going to do it for baseball. So that's going to take us into our picks. Up. Hold on, one more thing. We got to talk about how. What do you guys think of Jason Kelsey's performance at the Buffalo? We didn't even talk about that during the Buffalo game. I mean, I do want to ask. Go do ahead. You got, do you guys think, as a Chiefs fan, or sorry, Philly fan, you would be upset seeing that him in a no. Chiefs hat? No, supporting it, the Chiefs. It's a blood to blood brother relation. It's just how it no. is. I, I agree, but I, I have been seen some years. people upset. Oh, I think he's been if doing it wasn't if it wasn't blood to blood. If it was like brother in law. That's a different story, in my opinion. But blood, I mean, there's nothing you can do. You got to root for him. I mean, yeah, Jason I love Kelsey it. is a man of the people, man. That guy is just like us, getting his ass drunk out there in the tailgating, yeah, taking his shirt off, does not care, having fun in his 30s. That's, I mean, he is, I, you know, he, who gives a shit about Taylor Swift? Jason Kelsey is a stud. He is a great, I mean, a fun guy to watch. A guy that I would love just to go buy a beer with. And just yeah, I can definitely I'll drink my ass, but I mean it'd be yeah. great just to see him just get just get plow. I mean that's what every time you saw him on TV, he was a drink, he was chugging a beer, and that guy that's amazing. I can't. I love that the him and that people want to see him and Taylor Lewan do a chugging contest. I think that yeah. be a, yeah. I, I would go to that. That would think would be awesome. I don't know if you guys have seen the beer Olympics on YouTube, but I'm hoping Jason Kelsey shows up next year. You know, uh, George Kittle and his offensive lineman won it this year. It's basically like athletes, country singers, comedians, anybody who wants to come. Taylor Wan mm-hmm. puts it on. So it's yeah. if you haven't seen it, go check it out on YouTube. It's like a fifty-minute video. It's an awesome video. And next year, Jason Kelsey should be a front runner to win that, in my yep. opinion. Oh, All right. best, I have one more thing to say about it. The best thing about Jason Kelsey being in that booth is there's finally somebody in that booth who doesn't piss me off. I'm sick of seeing Taylor Swift. I'm sick of seeing Patrick Mahomes' stupid wife that's always pissing people off. And I'm sick of seeing his brother who just dances around on TikTok and gets famous for it because his brother is a quarterback. Finally, there's somebody in that booth I can root for. All right. <laughs> and I guess his mom. I kind of like his mom, too, but. That's about it. <laughs> That's going to take us to our Josh's Lock of the Week, Bryce's Game, and Roy's Old Man Wisdom. And I'm not going to keep a tally every week. But until I lose, I will. 1-0. I took Chiefs plus three. That was easy money. All right. My Lock of the Week is also going to stay in the football world. and I'm probably going to stay in the football world until football is over with. Then I'm going to have to go to baseball or basketball for a little bit. Um my lock of the week is going to be in the San Francisco-Detroit game. I do think San Francisco at home does take care of business. I think the goofball will make some mistakes on the road in Santa Clara, and I am going to take the Niners minus seven for my lock of the week. That's and and luck of the week. Casey, one thirty-five. Sorry. No, I I, I took no. the, I took the Niners minus seven too. Yeah. And, and I almost, I thought really hard about the Lions plus seven because, you know, like I said, I think both these teams are going to run the football a lot. This game's going to sw- go by. It's going to be quick. Um, I just think that Niners defense is too good. They're going to take the ball away once or twice. And I don't know if the Lions have the defense to stop 
McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk, even if Debo don't play. So I am going to take minus seven as my lock. That's good lock. So that moves us over to my game of the week, and we have Roy to play a uh, game with me yep. this week. Josh didn't miss a single question last week to win it. This one, there isn't really a – I mean, you could win it, but this game is I want you guys to go together since we're in the playoffs, almost to the Super Bowl. I want to see if you two can name the last Super Bowl matchups as far back as you can. Oh, man, oh, I'm geez. not good at this. I'm not good at this. I've seen these videos. Uh, All right. I don't know how good far I go back. You guys Roy, do it together. Once you have three mistakes, I will – it'll end there. All right. Okay. Let's, let's just go back – one by one. Yeah. yeah. Well, last year was Eagles and Chiefs. Chiefs. Correct. Yep. The year, the year before, before that was. <laughs> Shit. Um, There's no way. Tampa. Tampa. And. Um. No. Was that two years ago or three years that ago? Was two, that was three years ago. We're missing one. Now my mind's blank. Okay. Chiefs, Eagles. The year before that. Who won before the Chiefs did? It, well, they didn't go back to back. I know they didn't. No, they go back to back. I thought it was the the Chiefs well, and I think, Bucks. I think I would have beaten you both in this game. Oh, oh hell yeah! I'm, no Rams Lions. I or not? Uh, oh yeah, Bengals Rams. Rams I knew there Rams, was Rams Bengals. Yep. Rams Bengals. Then, then Chiefs Bucks. Chiefs Correct. Bucks. Then the year before that was Chiefs was Niners. Correct. Yes. Okay. Now is where it's going to start getting tough. Chiefs Niners would have played in like eighteen or seventeen. Yeah, Sorry, guys. That wouldn't have been a uh, Patriots Eagles. Eagles. Yep. That is actually wrong. Okay, so we we skipped one. We skipped one. What was the last one that we said? The last one you said was San Fran Kansas City. If you guys want hints on them, I'll give you one hint nope. for Super nope. Bowl. No, nope. because I think. Not yet. Um, okay, so if it's not the Eagles and the Patriots, who played next? Was it? It was not Patriots Falcons. No way. That was at, That was before. That was before the Eagles. Yeah. Eagles and Patriots. Eagles Patriots. So it would have been. No. Gosh dang! It would have been. Niners, Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, Saints. Broncos, Buccaneers, Seahawks. Now the Rams didn't do it, do it right yeah, two years before that. Oh no, that's Rams. No, Rams Patriots. Rams Patriots. No. That could be it. Rams Patriots was a Super Bowl, and it was after. Well, I think I'm it was a Patriots man. Go. It, what's Rams, your final answer? Yeah. Rams, Patriots. That is correct. The Google. Okay. Then, then Patriots, Eagles. Yeah. Correct. Okay. okay. <laughs> for now that would have been. I still wouldn't have lost one personally. I, I know that because I think of my, I host the Super Bowl party Denver? every year. So. Would that We're starting that? to get into that Denver range. Denver Panthers. I think you might be right. Answer? Yeah, we're gonna go with that. That is wrong. Damn it! Now we might need a hint here. Um, hold on. So we haven't got to the Rams or the Broncos, Damn. Panthers. 
Because that was Peyton Manning's last one, right? Denver. Yes, yeah, so that was that, yeah, that so one was fifty. The one we're thinking of. So it's one. I don't have a list of teams, so I can't like look at them. I know. Here, I can look at standing. <laughs> look at teams. Can we do that? Can we just do teams? Okay. Yeah. You can uh, that, that just teams to look at. Uh, I just want to look at teams. Um, oh, I just went through every AFC team and didn't see one that I liked. Oh wait, did it was was it Patriots Falcons twenty eight three or did that we already say that one? Patriots okay, Falcons. I thought so. Then Denver. Would then would have been Denver and. I mean, yeah, I think so. That is Denver, correct. Okay, so now, so that was fifty. So we're on forty-nine. Yes. Now, now, Roy, we're into the Seahawks range. I want to say Seahawks Patriots. That is correct. I think Roy. so. Yep. And then the one before that, <laughs> that would have been was Seahawks Broncos Seahawks blowout. Yeah. Correct, Joshua. Okay. Now you don't ever call me that again. <laughs> Um, um, then we're at 47. The Seahawks only won once, I think, and we said yeah, the Seahawks they went back to back years, only won once, but we just did the we, yeah, and we just did it because they lost the Patriots the year before or the year after. Um, so now we're we, we're getting into the I don't know when 2013 Patriots Giants. No, before that, I don't know if it's now. The Niners and the Ravens had that blackout. Uh, I just don't know if it, but that's my best guess. If you want that to is guess correct, it. Joshua. Yeah, <laughs> I knew we're. Oh, so we got that. One. That after that, that I might be done. So now you are guessing 2012. And then we're. I mean, you're at. Uh, I think you're at. Is that the Patriots, Giants? Or I don't the, think so. It could or, be. Do you think it's Colts? that, or do you think we're at like the? Cardinals and um, was it Steelers? No, that's not right. Cardinals um, and yeah, Cardinals and Steelers played because uh, yeah. Ben brought in San Antonio Holmes. I don't so think it's this one though. Who did the Cardinals and Saints? No, Saints no. played the Colts. Yeah. Who did the Cardinals? Like, it had to be the Steelers. So I, I just know because we're at what 2012. You were at yeah. 2012. Dang, because 05 was – I just know 05 was – that. well, that was Bears, Bears-Colts. Or 06. 05 or 06 was mm-hmm. bears I don't know this one. I, I'm kind of stuck. Yeah. Would you like a hint for this one? Yeah, sure. give us a hint on this one. Roy said the answer. Okay. Yes. What I so think? it's got to be the Patriots. Patriots uh, Giants, Giants? Right? That is correct. Okay. So I don't know if I'm going to So now that's we're probably at 2011. Steelers. 2011 probably Steelers Cardinals. Yeah, let's do that one. I'll give you a hint before saying it's wrong. You have one of the teams correct. So Steelers. I'm telling you the Steelers play because oh. they're for like eight feel... years. It was either dude. It was like either Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, or Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So it would have been Steelers versus. The Steelers shit. lost this Super Bowl. Oh shit! Um, 
Oh, Steelers, Packers. That's Mike. Yep. McCart- that's Aaron Rodgers Super Bowl. Oh, only in Super Bowl. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So then, 2010 would have been. Patriots Falcons or did we already say that one? We already said we're way past that. Way past yeah, that. Way past yeah. that one. Patriots. It would have been. It would either have been 2011. Is either it's either Peyton Manning. It's either the Colts, Patriots, we're 2010. or Steelers. We're at 2010, right? It's either and it's either it's, it's either it's it's either uh, Colts, Patriots, or Steelers. I don't think it's Steelers. It's, the Colts are one Colts. of the teams. Oh man, so it is, man. The Colts played Colts, uh, Colts Bears. No. Or no, 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 Colts Saints. It's Colts Colt Saints. Saints. Colts Saints is correct. And so through t- 2009 would have been uh, Steelers, oh, or not, sorry, would have been Patriots. It's either Patriots or Steelers. Patriots or Steelers. It is I don't Steelers. think it's a... Steelers, and I... Steelers and Cardinals. It is Steelers and Cardinals. Man. This is the Antonio Holmes game Josh was talking yep. about. I can't oh, believe that one. So that were in 08, right? We are in 08. 08 would have been would have been Patriots and Giants. Patriots, no. Uh, Patriots Giants is correct. Uh, so then 07 would have been 07 is the We're getting real close season. to the Bears Colts one. And I don't think it's 07. I don't think it's this one. I think it's the next one. I think this one's the uh, Patriots and I think they won it. Did they Patri- beat the Eagles? No, no, I think that's like early 2000s. It would have been Patriots. Would have been Patriots. Is the Patriots? No, I, I don't think it's Patriots. not it. So then Patriots in it. No. Steelers? Colts? Made Colts. It, Colts. Colts and Bears. It is Colts the Colts and Bears. Bears. Oh, okay. It was the 2006 season, but it was 2007 oh. Super Bowl. Oh, so I was thinking, I was thinking the next year. So yeah, then so we're at 06. So we're at 06. 06, yes. So that's that Patriots would be Eagles. Patriots. No. God, we got to be close to it. Patriots Packers. No. No. I don't know. I, I give up. Just not because uh, we both Patriots, we don't know. Patriots and somebody. This one was the Pittsburgh Steelers and Seattle Seahawks. And then Patriots that. Eagles was I, after that. I knew it. That. I yeah. knew it was close. I didn't know Seahawks made it, that, made it back in. I didn't either. Damn. Ford Field. All right. Uh, so That's you guys fun. made it back and lost on the 2006 one. Okay. That's pretty far. That's almost That's farther than years. I thought, we I thought we'd make. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's my game of the week. All right, Roy. All right, small man wisdom. Okay, so I'll just make it short and quick. Uh, life is too short for long pity parties. All right. Get busy living or you're just getting busy dying. That was my, that's my uh, – that is my wisdom. Good for words. And I'm and I'm out here on vacation, so I'm living. Yeah, I still do your pity party. Mm. <laughs> Key West in Miami. Let's bring some blueberry brand or blueberry snacks. Nah. You'd be just fine. I got some red dapple oils in the fridge. No, we don't need that. You don't need that. You need blueberry. You'd be just fine. Nah. I got uh, some Mountain Dew hard seltzers right next to me. On on TikTok for Thursday, it might not go up till Friday. I'm gonna have some Keaton Celtics uh, live action on TikTok ready to go. So. Be on the lookout for that. Going to the Heat Celtics game, um, Heat fan, but just a Heat casual fan. Nothing, nothing diehard. Just gonna go enjoy the game. Try to eat some good Miami food, Southern food. It's gonna be good. Find some good Miami women. Uh, 
Don't get works burned. right now with some stuff back home. <laughs> Don't get burned. I'll try All right. not to. I think that'll do it for this week's yep. episode. Uh, thank, thank you, everybody, for listening. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we do read the comments, and we do do yep. ideas off of your comments. So anything's welcome. So just thank you all for being fans. Yep. And football season's winding down, so we're going to need something to do during the offseason. So give us some yep. ideas. Hopefully some baseball stuff will start. Yeah, I agree. Go Yankees. All right, peace. See ya.